Hey friends, I go by Chavid Dang. Yo fam, I'm Dine Peace. You're listening to Sit Down, Be Hungry. If it ain't shabu, we ain't hot potting. Welcome to Sit Down, Be Hungry, episode 23. In this episode, we recap the first edition of High Enchoy. We got the juicy bits, including Miss Ruth celebrating her 101st birthday at Taco Bell. We got a pescatarian-themed sauce on you with DJ and podcast host King Most, and more. Episode 23, The Goat. Yeah, yeah. Holla, bitch, sit down. Be hungry. Sit down. Be hungry. Hey, Fakusa Poppies and Yuka Rukas. Hey, hey, hey. It is Dine Peace. It's Chavid. Welcome to Sit Down, Be Hungry, episode 23. Glad you're here. I am uh, wearing a Michael Jordan jersey for uh, celebrating our 23rd episode. Not this Jordan. Well, no, I'm Chavid for this show. <laughs> but um, the goat one. The, goat the one of the goat variety. <laughs> you're a little cold because of the jersey, but rocking the Golden Girls blanket. So we're at that right level. It's a Golden Goat episode. Got any shout outs this week? Yes. So shout out to Jean for uh, posting us in her story. Um, she is... Oh, I saw that. She has rare merch. She has one of our coasters that your aunt got us. Yes. V-Rare. V-Rare. Early SDBH exclusive. So thanks for shouting us out in your story. And also to Kim, past guest of the show, Dandy Dang. Eats. She just did this crazy road trip to Oregon. Ice cream tour? No, she went for like a Tough Mudder yeah. run. And also ice cream tour. Yeah. Yeah, ice yeah. Cream too, yes. That's the what we're more concerned about. <laughs> true, true. Not like um, an exercise. So in this vibe. very long road trip, she binged all episodes. <laughs> so we saw her over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, "We'll get to that later, though." It felt like you know, I just hung out with you guys because yeah, yeah. I've been listening to your voices for many, many hours. So thank you for being our show BFF. She probably knows how Flan feels. Listens to our voices more than anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any shout outs, Chavin? I do. I do. Um, it's a very delicious one. Shout out to uh, Sincere of Mr. Bolenka and then also of Taco Sincero. Um, he does a sandwich pop-up inside of Highwire Coffee in uh, Berkeley. As it says on his menu, it's a funky eatery. And uh, I think that's quite an understatement because uh, I went there recently, you know, to get some brunch. Actually, after uh, you guys DJed the Transbay thing on Saturday oh, okay. uh, for the Transit Center opening, yeah, I was blown away. He does like, you know, I wouldn't say simple sandwiches, but he does sandwiches to a very high level. Menu says curated sandwiches, but I think that's an understatement. He really plays with his imagination, and all the combinations I think work really well. You know, starting off with some really good bread from Metropolis Bakery, which um, my day drinking self didn't even fully read because I was sitting there like, oh, where do you get your bread from? And I saw it written out after he told me. I was like, I'm the kind of person that I hate because <laughs> I put text on these kinds of things and people don't read them and I complain about it, and then I just did it. So um, to start off, uh, we got a Thai beef, which was kind of like a I don't, I don't want to belittle it by calling it a sloppy joe, but it was really like a cool take on a sloppy joe because it had like all these great rich flavors, like red curry. I could taste a lot of like the star anise in was there. Was the meat like ground? like in a? No, it was like chunked. Okay. It was like really tender. You could tell it's been going all day. Um, it had roasted garlic lebne on there, turmeric, pickled cabbage, chimichurri, arugula, sesame seeds. I mean, if you look up this dude's sandwiches on Yelp, they just look like just straight food porn. But they actually back it up by being delicious, too. Are all the sandwiches um, kind of curated already, or can you build your own? Uh, I don't think you can necessarily build your own, but I mean, if you have like a modification you'd like to make, I feel like Sincere, he'd be like down if it was like sounded cool enough. Like if it sounded adventurous enough. Like the other one I had, I went with Post Provolone, but the other one I had um, was also very nice. It's even classified under the menu as the breakfast sandwiches portion. It's Huevos Sichuan. Two fried oh. eggs, lime aioli, scallion chili oil, which he made himself. 
Yum. Peanuts and arugula. Oh my God, they were amazing. Sounds really good. They were so good. Uh, we went towards closing. The dude was seeing late people coming. He's like, no, I got you guys. It's good. Like this guy, I couldn't shout him out enough. Like make sure you get there, get some of these amazing sandwiches. You probably will have never had a sandwich like this before. He even, he knew we were splitting. So we cut them in half already and gave us each like the half, half thing. That's that's nice. Yeah. Details yeah. are yeah. important. So I have nothing but good things to say and I can't wait to go back. So I'm still thinking about that sandwich. And it's been and like then, two yeah, shout out. He's it. been super um, interactive on our IG. So yeah, yeah we love that. I was that. like that lame guy. I was like, you don't have the show. Here's a sticker. No, he shouldn't. And like, he was, he thank, was you, thank you for shouting us out. And I'm, I'm going to bring the whole team over there. We're going to get sandwiches soon. Squad. Yes, very squad. Sandwich squad. What I also did recently was I finally went to this all you can eat Korean barbecue place with a former guest on the show, Jug, and uh, Jug's roommate, my friend, Blobby. Well, he was actually Bobby at this point. V <laughs> um, rare. Yeah, V rare. Went to this all-you-can-eat barbecue in uh, Oakland. Did you go after 10.30? Of course. There's no other time to go. <laughs> the main draw of this place, he yeah, has their happy hour. It's, what, 10 to 1, and instead of, like, $30, it's, like, $20? 22 I think, yeah. or something so like that. so probably the main price was, like, 32 mm-hmm. Yeah, it was amazing. I haven't had, like, good proper KBBQ in a long time. You know, not to dog my hometown of Sacramento, but we don't really have any crazy good ones. Like, we have some. But none of like blow me away. I mean, this one didn't like blow blow me away. It's for it's price, fitting for the price. It's good. It's kind of a cool space. Their galbi um, was really good. The marinade was really nice. Uh, had some beef tongue. Some pork. I mean, of course, all the things. Yeah, I did like the miso pork belly. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate getting Jim the steamed egg because not all places yeah, we have got that. that. We ordered and, that as well. And that's one of my favorite things when they eat Korean barbecue. Something as simple as I really like their fries because they drizzled like sriracha. Oh, I didn't get any of the fries. I get fries next time. No, I don't want to fill my body with starch. I want to eat meat. Only it was, worth, it was worth it because I didn't have as much rice either. So I like I was like I don't even any, eat rice. Really? I need at least. I eat a lot of salad. Yeah, with their salad was even pretty good. Like salad is very there. good. It had like some raw onions in there. And I, I do you... like the what is it? The rice paper. The oh, they were out when we went. Oh yeah. Because so Joe, don't do rice, Joe asked I, for it. Yeah, I, I'm a fan of that. Because I had to like trust him because he was like the expert on going before. So I was like. <laughs> oh, so joogie has been there before. He's been trying to get me to go before, but I was like either already had eaten the days he was trying to go or I was busy. And the stars finally aligned recently, and uh, I have to say, I can't wait to be back. I'm, I'm a fan of Ogane. I'm yeah. down to go again. I would go Og- Ogane. <laughs> you want to go Ogane? Yeah, I got to get at least one bad pun for it. Oh my gosh. So what have you been eating uh, recently? So this week, I went to Zenyai in the oh. TL. I've taken you guys before. Yeah, and we went after recording uh, our Asian Art Museum show, yeah, actually, with yeah. Dookie. It was so close. We had to go there. Yeah. Um, but I've been going there for a while now. And um, yesterday, I um, so I always get the Thai boat noodles and I get the small versions of it so I can try different variations I, of it. I think it. that's the best draw of this place, honestly. Because, sure. you know, we're all like samplers. We like trying a little everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, people that only like the one thing in their meal. That's why I like going with groups of people so we can try many dishes. Yeah. Or fail horribly in overordering by yourself because I've done that too. Yeah, I know. That sucks. Yeah, we've all been there. Um, but for $3 a bowl, you can choose between beef or pork, wide noodle or thin noodle. Rice and egg Rice as well. noodle or egg noodle. Some egg noodle gang most dry, of the time. Dry noodles or soupy. And so I usually get four bowls. I did two this time and I always, you know, get two beef or two pork. And the beef was extra good yesterday like yeah, insanely you were, you good said I was, you were in your feels i was like oh my god i want more i should have got both beef but i you know i wouldn't have known see this is just like i think the pedro salt and pepper at hwp scenario you're gonna go back now always chasing that dragon oh god because you're gonna go back and it might be good that day but maybe not as good as that day and you're gonna be like oh, it wasn't like that one day though i know i know i'm just actually happy now that they serve that night because before you can get the mini bowls only for lunch 
And oh, I've never, I didn't know that. yeah, and I'm never in the city at lunchtime. I'm at work. Yeah, even for me, it's too far from my office yeah. to get there just for lunch. I mean, after yeah, work is perfect. That's a good move on them. Yeah, good for them. And then, there's, man, their fried that, wontons are fucking so oh, good. Can you give your insider tip on this one. One of my best friends in LA, we used to go to Thai restaurants after the club. And uh, it was always off menu, and it was um, it's called Prakopal Mukrab, and it's crispy pork belly that's sautéed in uh, Thai basil and chili. And it was um, are, there, are there string beans in there too? Like bits of string yeah, beans? Yeah, I yeah, I think so. Okay, it's and nice. So, it's a nice texture. Typically, this dish is just like with ground pork or pork shoulder or something like that, but the crispy pork belly is an extra thing. And so even in LA, like a lot of restaurants don't even have it on the menu, but she taught me how to say it in Thai. And so I would order it and then they would say all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't, ah, yeah, yeah, too hold advanced, on, hold on. Yeah. too advanced. <laughs> but I actually noticed one of the workers, I guess, was eating that like at the table next to me. Like and on I, his, like, his like lunch shift or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, is that Prakopal And he was like, yeah. And I was like, I want that. <laughs> She'd be like, what you know about that? So La Rose has it on their menu regularly, but it's... It's all right. Yeah, yeah. I remember good. you saying that when you ordered it for us. When we went yeah, that day. it's good. You it's said not, it was overly crispy, overly dry, right? It's really fatty at the La Roe. Um, Which I still wouldn't mind, but I thought it was... Which is fine, but it, you know, you can only eat so much fat. But um, at, Unfortunately. at Zenyai, it's properly done there for sure. Good texture all throughout. Yeah, I remember yeah. really enjoying that one. I'm a it. huge fan of Zenyai. It's very cheap and it's delicious and I hope it never goes away. Yeah. It's, I think it's one of the TL's hidden gems when it comes to the... For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I, I'm a fan of Zenyai and Saijai. Saijai is really bomb. Pork shoulder, barbecue pork shoulder. So good. I think that's still kind of coming down from a, a very full weekend. We <laughs> ate and did a lot of things this weekend, um, including uh, something that you did. Oh, man. So... Uh, I, was, I was understating on purpose, but oh, you just did this little thing. <laughs> I organized a brunch where a bunch of our friends and new friends came. Um, hi, Anjoy. It was a medicated brunch, my first one I've ever done. Beautiful setting of JW's rooftop in, in uh, what is that? Somispo, I guess. Petrero Mission. I don't live in the city anymore. Somispo. Yeah, so, yeah, you say better um, than I can. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Our guest had a lot of fun. Yeah. We usually would introduce him on the later segment, but he attended as well. So I think we can uh, bring him out for a little bit too to say what he thought Let's about Let's have a it. round of applause for King Moose. I'm still high. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, um, King Moose here, early when I released this brunch, you were concerned about the dosing. Yeah. I think a lot of people were. I, and, and, you know, and it was something I've never done before. And I got, you know, different opinions and a friend who actually recorded the event. He was just like, oh, you should do it about, you know, 50 milligrams. And I was like, wow. Wow, looking back, no, I could not have And done I was that. like, wow, I don't know. That sounds crazy, but okay. And I was like, well, when he suggested 50, I was like... All right, maybe 35. So I think I told you 35. Are you like metric or something? And then, and then, you, and then you were like, uh, I can't go to this. Maybe 20 something year old Patrick 20, could do this. Yeah. But maybe. not, not Patrick now. And I was like, all right. And I kept on like lowering it lower and lower. And then. Not lowering uh, expectations though. Not expectations, but I, I settled on about, I think it was like 13 ish, 13, 15 ish mm -hmm. is what I ended up with. And, and and I know for myself what I can handle and that's about what I can handle. <laughs> yeah, let me just say it was perfect. I loved it. Like the food was just good. It was just really like, I, I mean, well done. Customized dishes for uh, this. Uh, yeah, yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, over here. Like, it's, uh, yeah, it was just good food. I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. And um, what you put in the mixture of everything was just awesome. Like I smoke regularly. And I, I eat edibles. So it was a good amount of everything. I think, excuse the pun, it's a blossoming industry. I have a pun quota on this show. I'm just trying to meet my quota, man. 
So, I mean, this is, it's still a really gray area of what I can do or can't do. Um, so I was really happy that it was mostly homies that came. Um, some new friends, which are friends now. Mm-hmm. Um, That's how these work, I think. Because yeah. we've seen them uh, do drugs. So they're <laughs> yeah. friends for life. That's the new, uh, you know, blood, blood thing where you cut, you know, you cut your hand. Yeah, yeah. Person cuts the hand. That's it's not a blood pact. It's a blood pact. Yeah. It's a, hey. Oh, my gosh. Damn. <laughs> I'm really trying to over meet my quota. Uncle, Uncle Jordan. Now, so wow. Uncle Chavit to you. Oh, sunny. Uncle sunny. I had fun. I was stressed out because I was running behind, but I heard people laughing. There were drinks and great weather. I yeah. We got really lucky because it was really gloomy today. Yeah, yeah. It was really great like, weather. Day after. Nice Two days San after, Francisco sorry. backdrop. Mm-hmm. I was I'm I'm very happy with yeah. the turnout of it. Oh, and the the Cafe Dumont thing at the end. Oh, yeah. oh the, the popsicles, the otter pops. Fire. We could start in reverse and go back then. Cause uh I really enjoyed my uh my anything as possible <laughs> poured in there. Yo. It became my drink vessel, and I'm really glad about that. Can I just say, so that is, I think I told John this when we hung out a couple of days ago. I had a Irish coffee for the first time maybe a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. Holy fuck. Yeah. So yeah. good. I'm a huge fan. Amazing. I'm a huge it fan of one of... Ch- it was a game changer one for One of Vista yes. Cafe. Yeah. And uh, I also, I think maybe two years ago, I was at this bar in uh, LA called 82. It's a barcade. They make their, old, they make their own cold brew. What's the bar? So me and my friend told the bartender, can you just like put those things together for us in one cup? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, we were DJing. We didn't want to go back and forth. Yeah, yeah. The server gave us like a really like odd look like, oh, man, you guys are disgusting. And, and it's kind of good. Don't judge. Yeah. And uh, she was like, okay. <laughs> and we were flying and also like drunk as hell. So it was the it's best. It's a good medium. It's a good mix, right? Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. I'm it. a big fan of booze and coffee. Yeah. So I, I really want to explore the alcohol coffee. Really? Uh, Wait, have you been? Iron Horse yet? We used to go to Otis. Wait, wasn't it the Romper Room for a little bit? Yes. Okay, we're getting very San Francisco meta right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, now it's the Iron Horse. Thing. It's near my office and they serve boozy coffee there. Um, good what time do they open? Uh, like coffee hour times and you can get that. Yo, so I can, so if I had a job, I'd You know, job. we used to go yeah. to, well, I used to go to Verb. You could get whiskey coffee there. I used to get that at Verve. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. Wait, okay, I don't know if I'm just blown away or thinking, what kind of Peter Pan has city? <laughs> <laughs> We'd have some Yelp links to exchange after this. Okay. Damn. But, um, I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I think it's like my splurge, like once every other week. I'm apprehensive because I feel it's. I have a lot of free time on my hands. Yeah. And I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a little scared too. Or uh, I mean, I think they close at like at five or six. So if you like, let's say you're playing gingers or something, it could be your little pre-gingers thing. They have I mean, tables I outside. I don't need to know this. <laughs> I don't need, yeah. Need versus want. It's sir. bad. It's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I blame you. So, yeah, I'll start with your very delicious dessert, a frozen Cafe du Monde pop. I it, love Otter Pops. It came with a anything as possible shot. I used that as my vessel for the anything as possible shot, and I was very happy with the result. This is the thing that Chavit does, because at my first sit-down <laughs> sit down dinner, uh, I did Remy shots, and yeah. then you wanted me to pour it in the Nook well, Chum saucer. Well there, were no, well, there were no other vessels left, so it was kind of came out of necessity, but also a very happy discovery. I could not have done that with this brunch, because uh, you probably wouldn't, I'd probably still be asleep. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, Chavit went to cheat day party afterwards, and our oh. friends were like, I've never Sorry, seen Jordan so quiet before. <laughs> well, shout out to Carlo, whose tolerance is much higher than myself, and he was putting uh, the fish sauce on like every bite. <laughs> and then we talked about how much he ate after that, too. Which is surprising because I was actually very full after the brunch because everything was really good. I ended up eating another chicken wing. The chicken wings were really nice. I love your bougie uh, chili straws on top. Yep, yep, I love those chili straws. They fake, have good flavor. Fake, They're pretty. Fake saffron, but better than saffron almost. More flavor. Saffron. 
Full, full front. Full front, yeah. It's the designer to the future of uh, <laughs> Saffron. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's the... Carrie Hilson. Carrie Hilson to the Beyonce. All right. Yeah. Now we can stay in the music. I mean, the music puns are still within the realm of this show, too. I mean, of course, the main star was the pho. Yeah. It had amazing flavor. I think you got a customized edgy one, right? Dude, it was so good. Yeah. I need a, so a, sh- a shrimp bok choy dumpling. And that was the CBD one? No, that had THC in it. Okay. I don't know what it was, but the mixture of CBD and THC was really nice. Yeah, so like some, some of the courses were CBD and uh, THC, and then uh, I did two different nook chum dipping sauces. So one was CBD and one was yeah. THC. So it was, yeah. you know, yeah. dose at your pleasure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of like that we're going in the courses in reverse too, because then before that, oh, also I love that every time one came out, everyone just got so quiet. <laughs> Like I've been up the competition. Like I've been to other like course dinners before where you got to talk and be social and people still talk while the courses are being consumed. But this one, it was like dead. Gross. Nah. <laughs> I felt like fun. no one was like crazy smashed though. No, no, no. I, don't th- I, I, I agree as well. Um, and, and that's, you know, that's my goal. I don't want anyone to have a bad time. I just want to have, you know, a nice, good body high where you could still be somewhat social and enjoy you know, the good weather. I'm not trying to kill anybody out yeah. there. I like y'all. You're my friend. <laughs> <laughs> You know? For now. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> Let's see. Before that, um, I love the pate and the quail egg on the baguette. That was amazing. Um, the little buntails was really good. Mm-hmm. Where where it was, my grandma's still really bad. <laughs> still uh, high. No, no. <laughs> so I'm like in denial. No, I'm not. No, 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 no I'm not. Kind, someone for... paranoid. <laughs> yeah, you want I mean, some Febreze? <laughs> like make sure you remove the towel from underneath the door. By my the mom's going to definitely text me when this comes out. Yeah. Oh, your mom listens? <laughs> oh, she loves it. Yeah, she loves the show. She's a huge wow. fan of the show. Okay, yeah. well, good. Thank you for telling me that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all good. I'll clean up the. I'll, no, no, no. Very it's, it's, it's cool. Oh, the oyster was great, too. I really enjoyed the oyster as well. Shout out to Sunfat in the mission. I don't know if you guys know, but they're the same owners as Basa. We love Basa. Mm-hmm. Oh, we do. Basa is so good. Uh, but Sunfat, legit uh, seafood market all the oysters and affordable and they're super nice and I you know much respect to them and and I support them in any way I could completing the reverse order uh, I love the pickled mangoes I love the elote popcorn they went right together so I saw your vision there yeah you know, I figured make some snacks, and I've never made pickled mangoes before, and it was actually very easy to make and a, a really good snack. They were great to dip in the fish sauce too, which I know that was your intent. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> to, to each their own. Mm-hmm. The fun part about it was the science behind it and making the infused oils. I'm not a scientist, and I don't have like machines to test these things, but I know math. You have a palate. And I have a palate, and uh, yeah, and I think I did pretty good. And I'm, I'm happy to have extras so I can infuse my own food at home. <laughs> it was good. I'm slow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it was well done. Thank Stop. you. Thank you. I was going to say, um, I should uh, ask you to make pupusas. Oh. I think if anybody can pull it off. It's, that's outside uh, the El Salvadorian. <laughs> I've never race. made pupusas before, but I can try. Have I you love- ever done a CBD THC dinner for twenty people? No, and you pulled that off. So yeah, true. Wow, true. look at this motivation. Here. I did make tamales this year, and they were pretty good. Oh, those were really good. I what love kind? those because there's two types. I did the Mexican style. Boom. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan Boom. of the salvi, salvi style. <laughs> I'm a fan of salvi style. Oh yeah. Okay, which one of the two? Which one do you name like? their name their top five songs? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, if you like freedom so much, name Dylan, 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 and Dylan. <laughs> Well, there's the sugar and the sweet. I'm sorry, the salty and sweet one. Team savory over sweet always. Always, all day. Okay. All day, all day. And what's funny that the second I, I say that, like I get this like little pain in my shoulder because I remember having to like stir the masa oh, at, like Christmas Eve night or 23rd for like hours and hours. Is my there mom, like violin music going on? Nah, dude. But it was. I think it was like soft rock or something. Like that. My mom would like. <laughs> Your oh, parents you, listen to soft rock. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nah, yeah, yeah. At the time, 
Uh, yeah, so I just think I'm having to stir that thick, thick, thick masa all night. Every Come in every two minutes and keep stirring it. Hey, that so. gave you the strength to uh, rock those turntables later on in life. pythons, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> It is now time for the Juicy Bits. This is where we talk about food news that you and your stomach need to know about. What is me and my stomach going <laughs> to learn about this week? Wow. <laughs> Grammar's terrible. <laughs> wow. This is from AP News. This is the first time we've had an Associated Press article on this show. This must be some real serious food news. With push from PETA, P-E-T-A, not PETA chip, <laughs> animal crackers bust out of their cages. Man, I can't tell you the last time I've eaten an animal cracker. I don't know if I ever have. I might have. I'm not really? sure. I mean, I've eaten them as a kid, but... They were never like the first choice. Like, and also growing up, I don't know if any of my friends ever were like, you know what I'm really craving right now? Animal crackers. When I grew up, I ate like mostly Asian snacks. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I had a good mix of them too, but it's always like when they were presented to you, there were always like another cookie equivalent present as well. The animal crackers were more like, okay, I guess because they're here. And also, rarely did I ever see them in the box because they were already like taken out for like daycare or something. So I actually never really paid too much attention. I mean, good for them. They're, they're updating with the times. Yeah, PETA reached out to is it Mandalas in 2016 and basically expressed concern that maybe they should work on a redesign of the box. I think they're depicting them to kind of be like circus animals. Yeah, so they were basically in a cage. You know, to represent like, you know, the circuses were a lot more popular. I mean, I know circuses are still around. But like, maybe you see the commercial for it comes like once a year. But back then, that was, you know, a major source of entertainment. And I think seeing them in the cage was even part of the spectacle. Like, you know, when they're traveling from city to city, you know, they weren't flying these animals. So Barnum's animal crackers have been around since 1902. Back when the circus was popping. It wasn't just at 1902. Yeah. I went to them when I was a kid. <laughs> like I said, I went to like maybe one and I don't even really remember the, like when I was really young and I don't even really remember the show. I remember the snow cone that I got. I don't care for these, but I really like the circus cookies, animal cookies. Oh, the ones with like the, the pink and white ones. Yeah. And Mondelez makes a lot of cookies. Not my cookie of choice, but I am glad that they're, uh, their packaging is becoming more conscious of the times. My favorite line of this article is, Canadian boxes already had a different design and aren't affected. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit of shade like we've already been with it. <laughs> Catch up. Sorry. This next article is from People. The Girl Scouts just added a new salty sweet cookie flavor to the lineup. Oh, cookies again? Yes. It's a very cookie themed. Uh, juicy bits. Juicy, the juicy cookies. Theme. I don't want my cookies juicy. Or maybe moist at least. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, you're part of the gang that hates that word? Oh no, no. I don't mind moist. Cookies? Or just I, moist I in like general. thin crispy cookies. I like both. Maybe even put both of them together for like texture sandwich kind of thing. You want a moist thin crispy cookie? Or like eat, like put one on top of each other and then eat them both so you get both textures? <laughs> like, like the thin is the cookie and the chewy one is the filling or they have like you know the chips oh we're going actually no we're staying in the cookie realm you know they have like the crunchy chips ahoy and then like the soft chips ahoy i don't I fuck with the soft cookies if i had to have both i'd love to eat both of them so i get both textures when do you have to have both you don't have to but you know, <laughs> anyways it's, it's nice, yeah back to these other cookies so it's the first one that's kind of i think evolved in its flavor profiles more this is the first one that introduces a, a hint of sea salt and to stay with the times it's certified gluten-free <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, so this will be available in 2019. I miss my Prochero house because um, the landlord's daughter would sell them. And so they were just always in our garage. <laughs> I didn't steal them. I paid for them. I put money under their door. But uh, no, this flavor, 
This flavor sounds really good. I would love to try it. I'm excited about the salty thing. You know, I'm glad. Shout out to Salty Sherilyn as well. Too many desserts, I think, don't play with those other introductions of flavors. Like, I'm starting to see some that are like offering spice now too, which is kind of cool. Traditionally, I think normal sweets that you can buy are very one-noted. So it's great to see that they're kind of adding some more variety to your palate. You know, I don't know this, but what are your favorite Girl Scout cookies? Oh, good point. I feel like it's changed like a little bit throughout my Girl Scout cookie eating career. <laughs> <laughs> Here's kind of a hot take. As good as they are, I'll call them by their original name because we don't do new names. Samoas, I think, were a little underrated. Like, I, I like eating one or two, but I don't go as crazy for them as some other folks do. But I think, like, when I first started, they were, like, my favorite. Like, oh, the texture was all there. I'm a big fan of coconut, so they were good, but I don't crave them as much anymore. Um, Thin Mints have kind of always been, like, a good in the middle pack. Like, prefer them frozen, obviously. Mm -hmm. I think sure. for me, my favorite Girl Scout cookie has to either go the peanut butter chocolate ones or this is going to be a surprise, but maybe because they're a good contrast together, but the lemon ones. What about you? For sure, Thin Mints Frozen. They've never been my number one, though. They've always been like close, but they've never been my number one. I'm not sure what the lemon, because the one I used to like were called Lemon Drop. I think they might have changed Because it was like a shortbread cookie and it was like, like was a little, glaze? it was a little drop and it had like a powdered sugar. Oh, maybe, because I think the ones that they have now are kind of like shortbread, but they have more like a lemon frosting, mm. like that hard like packaged cookie frosting and then i know a lot of people love samoas but i don't oh you agree with me on that i, I thought i think a lot of people like samoas i don't like them i don't like coconut so I, I mean i do and that's still saying like oh they weren't even that good to me this new flavor i mean i am really curious about the caramel and the salt i'm definitely going to try it and see if it messes with my power rankings the s'mores one was made by two different factories last year but that didn't take too long with that one <laughs> i did not know anything about that <laughs> yeah because okay okay we'll go just real quick so <laughs> There was, uh, this was, I think, my last year of my sister being like young enough to sell. So uh -huh. I was like seeing that, oh, the, the s'mores were two different shapes. So I still think it's funny that like people have this association like, oh, it's cute. It's coming from a little girl, but they're just made from a normal bakery like every other cookie. Mm -hmm. Like the Girl Scouts are just the dealers. Yes. But um, the demand for the new s'mores cookie, which was the newest cookie before this one, was so high that they had to like commission two different bakeries to do them. And um, I was really trying to compare like which one do I like better. Like one, it was like the whole thing was submerged in chocolate with like the graham cracker and the marshmallow in the middle. And the other one, they actually like built it piece by piece, like an actual s'more. That's crazy that they, it was they, so different. There were two different s'mores, at least for last year. Mm -hmm. But um, I did think one of them was better than the other one, but I forgot which. I know for both though, the marshmallow was kind of underwhelming. It wasn't squishy enough for me. But overall, good cookie. Not in my top ranking, though. So in Southern Illinois, this is from KFVS12.com. Don't know what that means. <laughs> it must be like a, a, lo news. a local, yeah, local news. news station. Southern Illinois woman celebrates 101st birthday at Taco Bell. What about, are there any cookies there? <laughs> no cookies. No we cookies were, this time? Flawed actually tried to trick us and say that... Uh, her name was Cookie. <laughs> her name was Cookie. And we're like, oh shit, this Juicy Bits is all about cookies. No, her name is Ruth Parker. And she's, she moved back to Southern Illinois from Florida about 18 years ago. When she did, she needed a new place to drink coffee and read her newspaper. And she found her spot in an unlikely place, a Taco Bell. You know, Taco Bell breakfast is not that bad. So I don't see yeah, I wish a this, problem in that. I wish this order, there. Yeah, I wish this broke down like her order. If she even does order, or if she really does go there to just read her newspaper. I mean, she's been going there for 18 years. So I'm sure like her order has changed. She did say that she's eaten everything on the menu. Yeah, I wonder her stance on Doritos Locos Tacos. <laughs> Or, her, uh, or the new nacho fries. Actually, that's her favorite item, the nacho fries, which she calls taco fries. <laughs> she, she renamed it. But you can because you're 101 years old yeah, and your I mean, name is Ruth. <laughs> I mean, we, oh, we celebrate every birthday here, Ruth said. I mean, they say they don't serve coffee there, but when she asked for one, they made her one. Oh, really? That's clout. 
Yeah, no, Taco Bell doesn't serve coffee. Taco Bell clout. But when she asked for a cup of coffee, they made her one. They were just so nice to me that I've been coming back ever since. On the marquee, it said happy birthday on there. So Taco Bell staff are already looking forward for Miss Ruth's 102nd birthday next year. I wonder if she's explored the crunch. She's tried everything, Chavid. You're right, you're right. Sorry, I didn't read. <laughs> they said we just love her to death, which is so crazy. Don't say that about someone that old. That's not okay. No. But at least they saved it by saying they're looking forward to her for her birthday next year. All right. It's that time. What time it is? The most controversial bit of this podcast. It's called Saucing on You. We name three food items. You have to pick one to never have again. We have a very special guest this week. You may have heard him a couple minutes ago. <laughs> King Most, everybody. Yes. Did we really clap again? Surprised. We clap again. again. We clap again. Yeah. yeah. Goddamn clap. Wow. <laughs> you know so what? saucy. Yeah. Yeah. Put some respect on his name. Yeah. Put some respect on my name. Put some taquitos in the oven. <laughs> I'm coming through. Hey, they're already in the through. oven. There you go. I'm coming through. You read the memo. Good for yeah, yeah. yeah. So King Most yeah. is a very, uh, may or may not be well-known pescatarian. <laughs> I feel like every time I mention around him, he's like ashamed of it. I'm like, no, dude, there's nothing to be ashamed about. Me? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm 20 years into this. Yeah. I think October. I've seen this seafood game. Yeah, it's like 20 years, gonna be 20 years in. Dude. Yeah. So I'm not, it's just, it's just a lifestyle. Yeah, it's just a Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for this edition, being that we're on San Francisco and we live by a tourist seafood area, mm-hmm. we're going to do like the Fishman's Wharf fried platter edition. Oh. So the three items this week are calamari, mm-hmm. fried shrimp, mm-hmm. or cod. Okay. We usually start with dine piece. That's me. That's you. <laughs> still. Yeah. I'm still dine piece. <laughs> what you drop in? Okay. So fried shrimp, calamari, fried cod. Or imagine, I guess you could even almost imagine chips with any of these items. Imagine it's the fisherman's platter. I never had the fisherman's platter before. I mean, it's just a pile of fried seafood no matter where you go. I went to Fisherman's War for the first time because I was in a fucking Uber pool. <laughs> <laughs> and I went through Fisherman's War. I've never been through there before. You're not missing much. I've been to In-N-Out there, but yeah. I didn't actually like go through like the actual war. Yeah. And there were so many people <laughs> and I was like, I just want to go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, get rid of fried shrimp. Ooh. So calamari, I only like the little octopus ones. I don't care for the rings. rings? Oh. I like all the tentacles because it's extra crispy. Yeah. <laughs> fish and chips. I'm associating the fried cod with fish and chips, which I really do love. Mm-hmm. Fried shrimp, uh, it's whatever. I think it's fine. I'll eat it. I had fried shrimp the other day with Marvin and Jug at uh, Red Lobster. <laughs> I think that's the beauty of the show. Even though it's something you're dropping, even if you had it recently, you could still drop it. We're yeah, I'm going to say goodbye to shrimp. Because mm. typically it, it goes with a cocktail sauce, and I'm not a huge fan of cocktail sauce. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Same thing with like shrimp cocktail. I don't really care for it too much either. Yeah. It's always like when you see it, it's like, oh, like, I'll have one or two and I'm like, good. I feel like that's like a very old view of like fancy of dining. Like, of like high society. <laughs> yeah. High, yeah. There must be a fancy place. They yeah. have tablecloths, <laughs> you know? Uh, I don't think it's so much anymore. No. Yeah, you're right. And also no like hot new place opening up is like, you know what our menu needs? Shrimp cocktails. Yeah. All right. King most. I'm going to blow your minds right here. All right. Is that 20 year pescatarian in the game. <laughs> All right. He's got uh, a hot seafood take for us. I never really had an opinion on calamari. Like I would eat it because I'll eat anything really. Long that's, you know, within my diet parameters, I'll eat it. But friend of Flan Reyes, I'm sorry, Christine, she told me, yeah, do you know a lot of calamari is actually not calamari, it's pig anus. What? Like, that sounds like an elementary school like playground myth. Well, 
If I mean, I don't know. Ever since you know, I've never bothered to look it up. So yeah. maybe that's my bad. But when she said it, I was like, yeah, that makes sense because I've usually had it like at you know shitty diners or places mm-hmm. exactly. where you just get the rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like basically pig buttholes. Mm-hmm. And uh, ever since then, that's turned you off. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but only but when I forget at a restaurant or whatever, and I just, oh, I just ate a bunch of pig ass. Because so, like, when you see a fried crispy thing in front of you, yeah, it's oh, usually, for sure. I'm usually working the event and just bringing you food, and yeah. you can't really eat. You just kind of like and it's easy because it's finger food, like it's right there. So yeah, calamari. Nah. Uh, and my other two options were fried shrimp and cod. Uh, cod is like a white fish. Bottom feeder, like it's farm. It's kind of not the best fish to eat. It's actually bad for you. So swipe right. Is that? Is that no, it? right's good. Okay, right swipe left. Swipe, yeah, yeah. Swipe left. Yeah. So swim, yeah. Swim left. It's just get it out. Get it out of the way. And then uh, get that behold, corn out of my face. Yeah. All we have left is some, you know, tasty, probably frozen shrimp. But I like that. I had Popeyes for the first time. Oh, yeah. You I might I, rectify that right now. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Popeyes is on the way. Yeah, it's on the way, literally right now. I've been talking about it all day, and it happens. Yeah, yeah. I'm starving. Dreams come true on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, I have to go with for shrimp. Is you're your, getting rid. Or, or you're, you're keeping? keeping? I'm keeping shrimp. Okay, so okay. But shrimp is also a bottom feeder. Yeah, but... Uh, but they're like cute bottom feeders. Facts don't matter anymore, so... I'm just gonna, like, <laughs> you're getting rid of cod for that reason. Yeah, yeah. Because fight it's a me, bottom dude. feeder. Fight, fight me, dude. Don't you're at, keeping don't shrimp me. because it, it's a, it is a bottom Yo, feeder. Yo, don't watch me watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> so, just, don't listen to me. Listen to the radio. I'm just, I'm just sending facts here. <laughs> I don't care about your facts. So, yeah. Uh, we're going with trip. That's, that's the winner. So, but you know, Wait, okay. you got to pick one you more. Pick, you you got to pick your second one's gotta place. One's got to go, not one's keeping. No, okay, cod got to go, and calamari buttholes got to go. Those <laughs> two, no, you so. keep. You got to keep one of the two. Oh, between of what now? Yeah. Of three. Yeah. Got, did I, did I, what game are we playing? It's I called <laughs> one's got to go. Yo, I'm just gonna say trip number one. Which one do you hate less, calamari or cod? Uh, I don't really hate them. I just don't. Which one that. would you prefer to eat less? Or, or bottom or feeder, bottom feeder, feeder cod. Same as shrimp. You know what? I'm gonna go with I. I go with cod. Yeah, cause I mean, you know, a nice, thick, juicy fillet of bottom feeder fish, place where it's served in the basket with newspaper or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. I like yeah, those yeah. kind of places. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll. Okay. That's that's my final answer. Okay. Yeah, we're going with that. Okay, David. Okay. Yes, I love all things British and British culture. I go a lot. That's, <laughs> not, that's not true because you have nice teeth. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. So overall, fish and chips stays. No tartar sauce. If you have tartar sauce, don't talk to me. No. Nope. Malt vinegar only. Also, if you prefer calamari rings, don't talk to me. It's all about those tentacles as well, because you also can see it's actually the animal. I think it grabs more sauce when you dip it. Oh, for sure. So there's many more pros to the tentacle part than the ring part. Like the ring part like that, I'd rather have it when it's like just sliced and grilled. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of Japanese places have. Yep, yeah. A lot of izakayas have that. I'm getting rid of shrimp. Yeah. Just because there's too many other times I like shrimp in another capacity. But when it's competing with these other things on the same plate, it doesn't entice me as much because it's also more common. Don't talk about King Moses' order that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say also, uh, calamari reminds me of, uh, you know when dudes get those ear gauges? Oh, yeah, calamari, yeah, Calamari yeah. looks like dudes with gauges. Again, just the rings, which are yeah. trash. Yeah, I mean, we just, just ban calamari wings. Keep the tentacles. because that's us some the- when calamari nuggets. Um, I don't oh, know. really? Oh, you say that now. I'm doing an artisanal pop-up. You guys will be there. Yeah. <laughs> like a takoyaki type thing? Oh, yeah. I was just talk- Yeah, what am I talking about? Just a takoyaki. Yeah. Are you a takoyaki fan? Oh, my God. Oh, you I love find, takoyaki. Fine. Okay. Find so, me. Yeah, so I think we all knew it was takoyaki here. It's all staying. I haven't had it in a long time. Probably a couple of years. A couple years? Oh, that's Maybe, a, yeah. You gotta fix that, man. Um, maybe we did. But if I did, that's probably the last time. I ate a lot of Japanese food, but for some reason, I just don't go for that. I don't know why. 
but uh, I can, yeah, maybe we should do a, a takoyaki uh, it is, I think, field trip. I think it is getting a little more trendier. Like, I'm seeing it pop up more and more and more now. I mean, I have always eaten takoyakis, but it wasn't until in Osaka. I was like, fuck, I never really had that's takoyakis like, like until now. Yeah. I think even within Japan, it's the most known for yeah, it. Yeah, right? yeah. And also, mayo's in season right now. So it's a good time. We yep. should go. And uh, yeah, and As long as just get into any long line, and you're gonna have fire takoyakis for sure. Only uh, beneficial food facts on this show. Our advice, actually. <laughs> thank you, King Moose, for being on our show. Yeah. Thank you for having. Thank you for the Haribo that uh, Mama Fam brought. Yeah. Oh, really? Just, Mama, Mama oh. Fam brought. No she, wonder I liked them so much. She watches my stories and see that I review lots of gummy candies, yeah, and she's yeah, like, yeah. "Hey, I brought these for you." I was like, "You're sweet, lady." Nice. Nice. Oh, uh, she sweet I've, sometimes. I've been except offered, for today. Yeah. <laughs> she oh, roasted me on Instagram for today. your grammar. She, you, oh yeah, I saw that, dude. You know, it's it's the ones you gotta keep close. <laughs> some, Thanks, know, mom. Something like some bullshit Godfather quote. Also, aside from the Haribo, I had a honey stick. The first you could say we treat our guests like kings. Yeah. Oh. Hey. Where can uh, people hear you talk about other things other than food? So they can find me on another podcast called Opening Set uh, that I've been doing. Uh, I think this is the project that started recording these episodes last season. It's pretty much primarily it's a DJ focused podcast. And it's not so much, you know, technical talk or how, what, was, what was your gig this week? Yeah, or what would you play for this scenario? Yeah, there's a little bit of that. I think it could have easily went there, but like, I'm glad that you you kind of like tailored it to the direction you wanted to go with it. Yeah, I, that was actually, that, that was one thing I, I think I consciously wanted not to make uh, a, a podcast like that. So, but the real focus of the show is just sharing uh, the various stories of all types of DJs at different levels in their career, you know, different backgrounds, walks of life, and just ask them how this DJ kind of fit into your life like you know family influences uh are they married how long you've been doing this traveling the highs like you know this highs kind of and lows, right? yeah. yeah the highs and lows that i've been saying a lot um yeah just kind of humanize djs more because not to be long-winded you're more than a uh, a live jukebox yeah exactly, exactly more than a can you play this yeah yes and i think if i'm really want to if we want to fight that in clubs and then just the way we get it, we, we are treated by people and somebody it takes not just me it's gonna be a lot of people to kind of like show that we're more than just that so that's it's a podcast we've been doing it with John Flan I'm sorry Flan Reyes no he's John for that he's only Flan here okay he's only Flan here I can't keep track Um, yeah we recorded a bunch of episodes nine exact like end of last summer last winter and we just started putting them up and I was just happy to get them done because I've never done this I do experience and it's totally surpassed what um, I thought it could be so far. So it's been awesome. We're at episode six right now. We're at episode nine. And we're already slowly piecing together season two. So can't um, wait. We're, we're huge fans of yeah, the show. I've enjoyed everyone thus hey, far. Hey, thank you very much, man. Yes. Thank you. Thank oh, and also, besides that, you also DJ. Yeah. I, I, I got to plug your, you like you <laughs> plugged yourself last episode, finally. Yeah. I, I just, again, we were saying off, off mic is that I just kind of figure if you know of me, I mean, you know the podcast. You just, you know, okay, I already follow him via DJ stuff. So I just, but yeah, I guess luckily, like, word of the podcast has been spreading to people that I don't know directly, which has been awesome. So I had to mention uh, I do DJ. Um, I guess the first place people can look is on, you know, SoundCloud and Bandcamp under King Most. I'm somewhat known for making edits and mixes, or just follow my Instagram. You can, you know, I can post stories. It's a Hey King Most, right? Yeah, H E Y King Most. And, you know, half dank the time. Me- dank memes. Dank, sometimes, yeah, sometimes I make those. I enjoy the dankness of your memes. Thank you. I appreciate it. And sometimes there are parties that you guys are throwing, or John and I are DJing, or stuff like that. So it's very, there's a, yeah, a lot of overlap, which I like. Very communal. Oh, cool. Yeah. Come 
out to his stuff, listen to his podcast, and uh, come ask hang out him, with us. Yeah, ask him about Calamari. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you, that wasn't that wasn't my real take. I'll give you the real lowdown. It's a worldwide conspiracy. <laughs> the Zionist and the banking and the calamari industry are controlled by that, and they're and they're causing a witch hunt against Trump or some shit. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> right part. Cool. Yeah. On that note. Thanks for yeah. Thanks for coming. Here's some thanks. here's some blackened ring. Almost. It's almost here. Oh, it's here. Oh, it is here. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Oh, later. It's up 23 episodes. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for riding along with us. We appreciate all the love and support that we receive. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on SoundCloud. Hit like and subscribe. Perfect. What you got coming up? So this Saturday at Trademark from 11 to 3, it's going to be a pancake battle. He's got the better cakes. Past guest, Jug, a.k.a. Slaps and Smacks. Now. Now. It used to be Newly. It used to be Jug, Jug Miyake. Jugia. But he was putting himself into a box. It's going to be an amp set or a Jug set. <laughs> and so I'm What if gonna... I want dip set? <laughs> <laughs> then you have to order both. <laughs> Easy. Uh, I'm going to make bensale, papaya salad, and Old Bay shrimp chips. Jug's making uh, okonomiyaki's mac salad and furikake shrimp chips. Even though we just got Popeyes, that's making me hungry for that right now. Yeah. Um, week after that, new friend, uh, Mang. Don't stop. Don't stop. Someone hit me up today and was like, how many things do you do? And I was like, I, I'm dead. All, all the things. Um, but yeah, on the 31st, uh, I'm going to do a pop-up at Mule Gallery in North Beach. It's a closing reception for uh, But Where Are You Really From? Nice. Really, really dope gallery of all same painting. Nice. Which I think a lot of people take for granted. Like They don't understand uh, how much work and precision is taken into place. With totally. Science. I mean, I in love. my line of work, I admire it greatly. So it's great to see it on a platform where people can see it. Yeah, so come out. It's uh, It's been going on for a month now, but this is going to be the closing reception um yeah shout out to Meng, new friend uh, put me on and uh, invited me to pop up so yeah what about you Jamie? Uh, got a lot of things coming up but as for food related stuff it'll be a day after this comes out but uh, in sacramento it'll be the second edition of our street night market so sad to miss it the first one was super successful yeah your your concerns were heard from the last one i know people it was overcrowded people wanted to be bigger well that was to be like a proof of concept like well, look what we can command so now they can make it bigger it's expanded two more blocks um there's way more vendors Similar Silent Disco by our homies, a good company. They will be spinning a day party there and also the Silent Disco. They added, like I said, a bunch of new vendors. There's going to be a pop-up arcade, included with the Super Smash Brothers tournament, I think. <laughs> and, um, Is Charles competing in that? I don't know. I, I, I did play him once. My thumbs were sore the next day. Oh, my gosh. So I don't want to talk about that right now. <laughs> no, please come and eat, get something good to drink, and just hang out with some good people. And, uh, yeah, really looking forward to it. And uh, see everyone at Foremost on Sunday. Yes, yes. Food Super provided by Jeepney Guy. Yes. I love Dennis's food. Got to get him on the show soon, too. For sure. And then uh, after that, um, I'm tired, man. I need to get out. I want to take another food-related trip soon. So uh, looking for any recommendations of where I should hit up. I mean, I have kind of have a list, but I'd be curious what other people say. You still can come to Asia with me. Yeah, I haven't looked at plane tickets yet. I've been so busy, but I do want to look soon. I do want to get out somewhere at some point in the next couple months to eat something cool. We're always eating something cool. But to do it somewhere else. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, see you later. See you later. Bye-bye.